0: Welcome back to the Radio Naira program on Know Your Dharma and uh, our guest being Dr. Ram Krishnamurti and the topic is uh, Mahaswami Gal Chandrasekhar Saraswati Ji of Kanchi Kamakoti Pitam, and uh, we are going to first play uh, his uh, Maitri Bhajat that he composed and which was sung by MS, uh, famous MS Balakshmi. Mm.
1: Happy, let but get them, you come get them. But come get them, you come get them. But come I get up, I feel like a good day. I get up, I feel like a good day
0: That was beautiful. So, would you be uh, please explain briefly the meaning of that beautiful composition and that was sung yeah. so beautifully by none other than Ms. Subalakshmi?
2: So, the first line asks people to cultivate friendship and humanity, so that they can conquer the hearts of everyone, and ask them because of that to look upon others as themselves, similar to yourself. This will, you know, automatically will lead to renouncing of war, the uns, you know, forsake for unhealthy competition and unrightful aggression and or acquisition by force because the Mother Earth and God our Father are there to fulfill our needs. Therefore, we can practice restraint and give, be kind and give to others and be kind to others. And he finally beseeches people, "Oh, people of the world, please you know, be, practice restraint, be kind and be kind to others and give to others. And then finally he prays, may all people attain all goodness and prosperity as well as spiritual upliftment.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, now, uh, his influence, uh, not only from the Dharma point of view, but also from the independence movement point of view, Please elaborate on that.
2: So Mahaswamigal was very unique because he not only was able to champion change but he did it so that it was always in continuity and conformity with the Sanatana Dharma and Vedic principles. He worked tirelessly for a society that is firmly rooted in the past while giving confidence for people that being rooted in the past will say, give them a secure and prosperous future as well. He wanted to draw strength and inspiration from India's enormous past achievements in all domains of human endeavor so that all future achievements can be on a solid footing. And he, this he did primarily through his discourses and how he conducted himself. He could effortlessly relate contemporary subjects to Vedanta, Vedanta, Bhakti, Jnana, using our Sanatana Dharma and culture. And all of these have been collected. And, you know, uh, he didn't write books per se, but all his discourses and talks have been collected and compiled by R. Ganapati under the title Devat in Kural or called Voice of God, which is available not only in the original Tamil language, but in all other languages as well. Um, He composed this Maitreya Bajata that we just talked about. And his refrain at the end was, you know, everybody should attain this Shreyo Bhūyat, the shreyo that you refer to in the Upanishads, uh, quite you know, some time ago in our uh, interview. He was primarily involved and concerned about the preservation of the Vedas as it has been passed down through thousands and thousands of years through oral tradition. So he made sure that the Vedic pundits in the north and south, everywhere, he would search for them and make sure that they are supported, so that they teach, and none of the Veda shakas are dead because there is no other student to learn that further. He was also very um, uh, passionate about, you know, preserving the um, go that is the cow, and because the cow is considered to be one of the most sacred in terms of what it provides for the humanity, the society, as well as for Vedic rituals. He um, instituted what is known as the Veda Dharma Shastra Paripalana Sabha and the Veda Rakshana Nidhi Trust. This was mainly for collecting funds to look after the traditional teachers and to keep the commentaries on the Vedas and all the Sastras and the Sutras and by giving honor areas to the students as well as the teachers. And he also stressed the protection of cow as a dharma, of protection as a dharma, and wanted people to really take care of the cow as they would their own mother and parents. Uh, regarding the Indian freedom movement, um, he involved himself quite seriously, but not in a very visible way because he was also the head of the mud. But he worked through a lot of emissaries. And one of the most famous, you know, incidents that took place, which people talk about today still, is the meeting between Mahaswami and Mahatma Gandhi in 1927, which took place in a cowshed in a small village called Nelicherry in Palakkad in present day Kerala. And that conversation is also available on the internet if people are interested in going and looking at it. And Mahaswami was very glad when India gained independence on 15th August 1947 and commented very much about the importance of the flag, the chakra in the flag, and what the chakra means from the Bhagavad Gita, because Krishna wielded his chakra in order to preserve Dharma. So the chakra of the flag reminds us of the moral values enjoined by Emperor Rashoka, who is historically famous as Devanampriya. Further, the chakra makes us contemplate the spiritual discipline imparted by Bhagavan Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita. The Dharma which shines in the form of a chakra is clear from Bhagavan Krishna's reference to the chakra as evam pravartitam chakram in the verse 16 of the third chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Mahaswami also was very concerned about what this freedom might bring and he wanted to make sure that India didn't lose her spiritual and religious instincts and warned many political leaders to keep this first and foremost in the mind as they came out with many social and other uh, programs. And one of the things that he did very quietly was to ensure the religious freedom or the freedom of religions in the constitution, which is article 26, which is primarily because of him. Many people do not know this. Uh, the the famous Sardar wallabai Patel was instrumental in taking this and making sure that it was enshrined in the indian constitution that you know that it was not just only the major religions as well but all the other religions and every subject of the religions were protected by the constitution so that was one of the things another incident of great importance was also the uh, state list in the constitution you know they make he made sure that the religion of India, which is one, does not differ from state to state, and therefore it should be transferred from the state rightless to the constitution of India, which is central to that. And he also was primarily responsible for guiding T. N. Session, uh, the very famous election commissioner of India to ensure the fairness of the elections and pointed to him one of the oldest traditions of democracy Many people think that you know democracy was invented in the west actually it was actually much earlier in there is a small town called Uttarameroor temple in near Kanchipuram in Tamil Nadu where there is actually a, bi, a inscription on the stone of how democratic elections were held by the local people with no interference from the central um, uh, king or whoever the king was and the way they elected was is, is a real um, uh, marvel to see how they put up electors, how the elections, final elections were held, and who actually made the final selection. I will not spoil it for the readers, but if you are able to go and read this, it's called Gatika Sthanam, where the Gatika is referring actually to a pot. And that is where all the names of the people would be put in, who were selected by their communities as people who should be standing for election and do you, that do you, do you is know, what
0: do you know what language this inscription is in is it Sanskrit or Tamil or
2: uh it is it's you know it's a it's in a it's in a language which is the you know it's it's not in the Devanagari script of Sanskrit it is in a Tamil mixed with Sanskrit script which is called the um I, I I'm just not Im- immediately remembering it but it is a script that is before uh, the Devanagari script came but it's also in tamil as well yeah
0: so that's that's something that i've never heard before this and people should uh, explore this more that democracy and election uh, election ideas uh, are more than at least more than thousand years old and it is inscribed in stone it's not just a, a mere a figment of imagination so
2: yeah. And this has been pointed out by Mr. Session himself, no less than a person who took care of the election integrity. And I'll be happy to send a separate link to you and share it with you so that you know if you can share it with the audience, they may be able to read this. And I will put, make sure I'll get you the English translation as well.
0: Okay. Very good. Now, do you have a, a closing statement by Kiwala here?
2: Yes, um, Nani Palkiwala, as everybody should know, was one of the most eminent jurist and lawyer and was responsible for so many great things in India. And he was an ardent um, admirer and devotee of Paramacharya. And he said that about Paramacharya, his is not a life to be described in words, nor be measured in years. He, referring to Paramacharya, presents some elemental moral force of a type which only India can produce and has produced over the centuries. And that is really a remarkable statement by a person who has been educated in the Western tradition, but has come to appreciate the traditions of Arsanatana Dharma.
0: Wonderful. Ramji, I thank you so very much yep. for taking the time to compile this wonderful story about the great soul, Mahaswamigal and presenting it to our listeners. And I will surely take you up on another such interview. Uh, thank you. And uh, once again, you've been listening to Know Your Dharma radio program sponsored by Hindu Society of North Carolina. And we'll see you next week on Monday. Namaste.